All right, legends, welcome back to yet another episode of Get Around Me, special guest episode, returning guest, enemy of the podcast himself, the snake, Pat Doherty, is in the building. Welcome to the podcast, Pat. Thank you very much, Billy. I, have I ever told you the story about, um, you know how everybody calls me the snake because of the podcast? Well, it's more a story I would tell you. No, 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 but did I tell you when I got... When somebody got the animal wrong down when I was down in Melbourne? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, this is this is outrageous. These are your fans in a nutshell, okay? Okay, this- hang on a minute, mate. <laughs> don't, don't disparage my boys. <laughs> I was down in Melbourne. I'm there with my friends and uh, we're at a pub and I'm getting beers and this guy's giving me the eye the entire time I'm there. It comes to about the fourth round and I go to get, 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 it, get some beers and the guy goes... Uh, here you are. Here are your beers, you fucking dog. And I go. <laughs> I go. I go. Wait, hang on, hang on. Is this a staff member? This is a staff member. Oh my god. This is a, this is a get around me fan and a staff member at, at the Fitzroy Hotel or something like that. You know what I mean? And I go, excuse me. <laughs> and he goes, here are your beers, you fucking dog. <laughs> I go, mate, did I do something wrong? What happened? And uh, and he goes, no, no, I just listened to uh, Billy's podcast. <laughs> and I go, it's a snake. And he goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you're a massive fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I've got to, I, I'm just coming down here for a relaxing weekend. This wasn't for the comedy festival or anything. This was just to see some friends, hang out. And I'm thinking, I've just got to beat the shit out of this 19-year-old cunt. Also, you know what I mean? yeah, I love this guy because on one hand, he's like he knows exactly what you look like. <laughs> on the other hand, he doesn't understand the joke at all. He doesn't get it. He just thinks it's all about <laughs> just just belittling me in public. What you should have done is said, by the way, whoever that was, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> just like while on the job, just be like, I don't care. Like, there's obviously blokes out there like rain, hail, or shine. They could be. There could be a bloke delivering your wife's child and he'd be like, get out of here, you fucking snake piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry, no snakes in the delivery room. The fact that you think you have an obstetrician that listens to this podcast. <laughs> Firstly, brother, one of the lads in Brisbane is a surgeon. You're kidding me. And he also uh, got in a fight after one of the shows last year. You're kidding me. So people are three-dimensional. What the hell is going on here? Mate, a rebel on the streets, a freak in the sheets or whatever, you know? <laughs> How, hang on a second. How old was this guy? He was about 26, I want to say, 28. And he's a surgeon? He's a surgeon or a doctor. Okay, well, they're two vastly different things. Like, is he a GP or is he... A... Regardless, the thing is that the fact that somebody works in the medical industry that is not a nurse and listens to this podcast is baffling to me. <laughs> Okay, I'm not loving the tone of you coming on and just being just attacking the the beautiful men and women that listen to this podcast. I'm 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 uh, doesn't what's wrong with being a nurse? No, there's nothing wrong with that, being a th- nurse. That's what I'm saying, brother. So watch your tone. <laughs> <laughs> See how I did that? See that flip? That was good, right? Yeah, I saw that flip. Yeah, yeah. What are some other times? Because I've <laughs> there's been some wild times where people have just confronted you. Like, sometimes people have sent me pictures of you being like, I'm keeping an eye on this snake piece of shit. <laughs> and it's just you in the wild. Um, one time when I came down to, I mean, the last one, the, another one that I remember is also down in Melbourne when I came to uh, what I thought was going to be open for you, which which didn't eventuate. So, Billy, just so you can all have the context, told me that at his um, Melbourne International Comedy Show, I would come down one weekend and open for him. And I thought, look at this. Isn't this going to be great? The camaraderie is going to be there. Freddie's going to be down there. This is going to just be a hell of a good time. And, you know, similar to the young guns of old, if, if the listeners remember that famous tour we did back in the day. I get down there. Before Billy even says hello to me, he says, just so you know, you're not opening any of my shows this weekend. <laughs> I never said you could open any of them. <laughs> also, you didn't even tell us you were coming. You, this is all slander. This is all absolute slander. Admit there was no comms on your arrival. 
Also, you were all over the place that weekend. You come down on Friday. You don't like, you're just like, hey, what are you up to? I go, I'm in Melbourne. You go, yeah, me too. And you were like, here. And then, and then I'm like, how long are you here for? You go, my flight home is in like 16 hours. Yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, I was, I was ducking some serious crimes up here for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, well, something was on. And, and then so you turn up out of nowhere and you're like, so am I opening the next six shows? And I'm like, no. I come down and I go, so I might do a tight 30 up top. What do you reckon about yeah. that? <laughs> also, you did do one showcase spot at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. That's right. Tell them how much I crushed you. Okay, dude. We did this late night show and it was a crush fest and everyone did really well. (laughs) Yeah. I will say that Pat did extremely well. Thank you. Uh, I also will say that your behavior at the artist bar afterwards was nothing short of egregious. You're carrying on like you just won the freaking, the Barry or some shit with your one unpaid seven. (laughs) I pushed it to eight, eight minutes, 30. In fact, I think you didn't even do seven because remember I had to like beg to get you on the lineup. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember how the whole thing went down. There was like a miscommunication. You were like, I'm on the show upstairs as well. I was like, okay, cool. And then I go up and check the lineup and I'm like, you're not on this thing. Yeah, that's right. Because, I, you know, Melbourne comics are famous for, they love to they love to mug me off. They, they always <laughs> have. You know what I mean? They're very similar to your fan base. Maybe it's just the state of Victoria has it sort of like a bit of a, a thing against me, but... Um, Do you think it's because the state of Victoria wants their comedians to actually have material? Yeah, look how well that's working for them. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so I, I think I might maybe message Luca or something to get a spot that night. And it was confirmation on that end. But as we know, Tim Hewitt runs the Cooper's Inn Hotel show on the Friday, the late night showcase. So maybe the comms between those two didn't you know, f- uh, come to fruition. But that was very funny because... Um, <laughs> Tim Hewitt very graciously let me on the show and then John Crookshank the fucking mighty and powerful John Crookshank goes on stage probably third in a, in a bona fide crush fest also here's the thing the original lineup read John Crookshank Billy Darcy and then they're like we're just gonna squeeze Pat on for five minutes before you Bill I go that sounds just fucking fine <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm at the back of the room pacing up and down. Everyone's like, Crookshank was here last night. The building, the, the building couldn't stand. Like the council had to reinforce the walls. Dude, Hearing bit- all this shit about how hard Crookshank's been crushing. Yeah, yeah. And his show was on above mine. I could hear him upstairs. I saw the show. Yeah. It was Crazy. unbelievable. Dude, skateboarders are just falling out of their fucking seats. Dude, have I ever told you... I'll put a pin in that, the Crookshank thing for a second, because have I ever told you um, about how your fans and and uh, John Crookshank's fans were walking down the stairs and you can just tell which fans are whose? Okay, what's the difference? Okay, so... Because, mate, skaters like me too. Oh, okay. I'm that's... big in the skating community. <laughs> <laughs> Billy trying to be cool. I'm like, what's, what's up, lads? You want to do a pop shove it later? <laughs> <laughs> you buy you buy a pair of etnies you're rocking around in a pair of etnies dude every time i blaze with crookshank i'm trying to take selfies with him like can you can we do a collab on this photo on instagram i'm just not getting many skaters at my show and I, i'm wearing converse but the skaters aren't coming yeah yeah you start getting um uh, temporary tattoos <laughs> <laughs> just get all these the woi woi skins i look like bradman best at next year's festival <laughs> Sleeve leg sleeve tattoo. It's just like the same lads who've come the last two years being like, looking forward to it, Bill. I'm like, where are the skaters? <laughs> You're hanging out at the top of uh, Taylor Square at the top of Oxford Street there where Crookshank and his skater boys hang out. And you're just going, yeah, guys, I got a, you know, a, a, a fucking, uh, I don't know. I really lost steam on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what the fun thing about that is, mate, is I could easily edit that out and I won't. Edit it in. Edit it in twice. Edit I'll it stand in. By it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow, okay. But okay, so your fans, right? Crookshank's fans and your fans at their core, I believe, are very similar. Okay. Okay. Now stay with me on this one. At the age of fourteen. <laughs> Go on. Crookshank's fans started skateboarding and your fans started playing cricket. That's the only difference. Tell you the other thing my fans were doing at fourteen. What? Rooting. Yeah, probably dudes. And what's wrong with that, mate? Which we support. Which we support aggressively. Mm. If you're nothing if not aggressive, Billy, I'll say that. 
Mate, I wanted to get your thoughts and feelings on a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Firstly, brother, you are you're cutting edge. I am. I've always, always have been. You always have been, mate. Yeah, brother. I'm XL. You are XL. 2023. <laughs> and you you're you're often the first to jump onto stuff. You're often everyone's going right, you're going left. You have quickly become the king of threads. Don't I know it? App's been out for three days. You're already the number one user. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me and um, me and Zuck. So what is so obviously threads? I'm not on threads, mate, and I know a lot of people aren't. What is it? Um, threads is a meta Meta's version of Facebook. You mean oh, sorry, Twitter? Sorry, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meta's version of Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook's version of Facebook. <laughs> oh my god! It's Meta's version of Twitter, and uh, it's the it's be, it's the most downloaded app or the fastest downloaded app in history. It's got a hundred million users already. They all follow me. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy the traction I'm getting. You are the king of threads, mate. So yeah. I can't deny that, mate. Your threads, your it, what do you call it? Do you call it like you know how uh, on Twitter you tweet mm-hmm. on threads? If you put up a little tasty morsel of words, yeah, yeah. What's the what are we calling that? Bro, I'm threading. You're threading. Yeah, I'm threading. Thread the needle, brother. Yeah, that's what I do, dude. You know, I'm out there threading. I got, I actually got my first uh, uh, pushback on one of my threads last night. Controversy on threads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very. So are you telling me the woke bitches have made it onto threads already? Yeah, they found their way from Twitter Uh-oh, and they're on threads. Oh, the PC police are here. Yeah, dude. Doherty doesn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not one bit. <laughs> no, because I'm out here dropping truth bombs, brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is this not funny or can you not handle it? Exactly. exactly. Dude, number one rule of social media. If, some, if someone says your comedy is not funny, it's because they can't fucking handle it. Yeah, totally. It, it's... Uh, it's not it's not um, a bad joke or a terrible <laughs> sketch that you put up. It's just <laughs> the PC police. I had this comment the other day. This guy just said, how's this? This is classic snowflake culture. He said, this stand-up is not good. I put, I did three of the alarm emojis. I said, wow, wow, <laughs> PC police alert, lol. Go home, snowflakes. <laughs> yeah, they can't handle you out there, brother. That's they the thing. They can't handle me. And you know, I, I, I'm obviously so hot on threads. And uh, the- so, what was the controversial thread, mate? I, I wrote, um, "Wow, I still can't believe people don't like my Netflix special, Nanette." <laughs> <laughs> and what, what did people say? <laughs> the state of Tasmania hates me. I can't go further than southern New South Wales at this point. Oh, mate, that's okay. Yeah. If you had to lose a state, it's not a bad one to lose. Yeah, yeah, that's very, very true. That is very true. Mate, can you actually, can you get threads up on your phone? Because I tried to do it before. Of course. But I had to get you the app You do have any credit. Yeah, yeah, I've got to call mum for a recharge. <laughs> You've got to call mum on 1-800-REVERSE. <laughs> mum, everyone else is on threads. <laughs> I need $10, mum. I need 500 megabytes. I have to go off aeroplane mode. So if I if I get pinged, which I'm probably, you know, now I'm opening the app. Yeah, I was about to say. It's probably going to go, you know. Ring-a-ding-ding, you've got the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do can you, you want? Can you get on your threads and I just want to read some of them? Because some of them are legitimately hilarious. <laughs> but they're also like, you're kind of doing this like absurdist. Like, I feel like you would not post this way on any other platform. No, I don't. I, I've, I've really found my, my home there. Okay, here we go. Here's a few of Pat Doherty's. The thing is that you're... Okay, hang on a second. Just for context, you're going to just say these jokes to me here and I'm going to love them. <laughs> well, mate, you're only human. Yeah, exactly you're, right. you're only flesh and blood, brother, you know? Because what you have right now in your hand, it may look like a phone, but it's actually gold. So wow. this, is, this is what you're dealing with. Okay, here's, here's Pat Doherty threading the needle. Also, um, every 25th follower I get, I compliment them. Yeah, I've noticed as, that. As like a marketing, you know what I mean? Plus, my, I like to spread good cheer. Yeah. My biggest red flag is about four meters by two meters. <laughs> that's gold right there. Don't you think that, that's like the smartest... Mate, you've heard every joke I've ever written. That's the smartest joke I've ever written in my life. But dude, I love it. That, right? It's probably the, the first like genuine pullback and reveal you've ever written. <laughs> But I tell you this, dude. What are you seven years into stand up? <laughs> Welcome. I'm about to start a writing course. Dude. It's going to be me and Marty Bright and Marcel Blanchard. But um, we, uh, I, this is the the world of stand up that we live in. I wrote that. I loved it. Everything about it. You know, is that one of those ones where you have just put the pen down and gone? I am a vessel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am not a person. I am a vessel for the Lord above. 
you know, Richard Carlin lives in me. You know, that's what I'm thinking. And I go- Richard Carlin. What's his name again? George Carlin. Oh, I get the, I like the other one. Who's Richard? Richard. Pryor. Pryor. <laughs> but Richard, dude, Richard Carlin. <laughs> Richard Carlin. Best of both worlds. Yeah, even dude. better. Even better. <laughs> I'm political and, you know, I get into some other stuff. Um, the- dude, Richard Carlin, hey? He could make all, He could make a lot of jokes that George Carlin definitely could not. Could not. No, no, no. He well, can say a word or two. Mate, let me keep it into the threads here. You've yeah, taken yeah. a swing at a big celebrity here. Mm-hmm. At Justin Timberlake. <laughs> What's good, player? Yo, Senorita was wild back in the day. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> Mate, when you're wrong, I'll tell you. <laughs> and, and so far, I'm not saying anything. So hang on a second, hang on a second. Let's, let's just break this one down. Let's break this one down. There's so many good ones. <laughs> Wait a second. Okay, okay. So nobody really knows how to pop off on threads yet. Okay. So you're doing like a spray and pray. Yeah, yeah. So like it people- kind of sounds like you're pretending to be a black guy. <laughs> I'm doing black black threading. You're doing black thread. <laughs> this is a little insight into me, yeah? That's the most unfiltered I've ever been. <laughs> Mate, honestly, I wish I had your courage. This is how this is how my this is how I think. That's the voice that I think in. You okay. Know? But 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 what what's, what about the next one? <laughs> Another thread inbound from Pat Doherty. Wild The Simpsons predicted me growing up to love thick shouties. I don't think you because the app, mate, the app is seamless. You know, yeah. you can just share that directly onto your Instagram story, and people generally like them. But I don't share each one, so I'm glad you're getting a little morsel, mate. I'm Six really, likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the numbers aren't fantastic yet, but what about this? An ostrich is like a Christian emu. That's true. When you think about that one, you know what I mean. A lot of sort of. Um, you know, facts at the end of the day. Dude, stop bringing up the fact I never got my pen license for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's also where the demons come out, you know? That's that's just an intrusive thought <laughs> put onto a social media app. Um, what about this? Hiccups is just your body wanting to join the conversation. Try not to laugh directly into the bike because you'll blow at the levels out. But, yeah, yeah. I but mate, if mate, if we could have a peek behind the creative curtain on this one, yeah, yeah. Take me through it. The the hiccups one. Yeah. <laughs> are you talking? About, are you talking about my hiccups joke? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, the thing is, uh, you, you you know they happen for a reason at the end of the day, and uh, I humanized it. You know. The hiccup, hiccups are just a, a person that they want to be heard, you know, and everybody should <laughs> be able to have that chance once in their life. Mate, 100%. Yeah. So, mate. I'm all about equality, brother. You know me. <laughs> mate, I, I, I'm questioning how much I know you with each thread, mate. <laughs> I feel uh, like we're getting closer. If here's anything. another one. Yo, no one in the game got biceps like me, you heard. <laughs> That's just true. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like. <laughs> That's just true. I feel like you just like woke, like fell asleep one night reading Black Twitter and then woke up. Dude, it's like that Daniel Tosh joke where he's like, I fell asleep listening to country music the other day and I woke up racist. But you've had the opposite. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was... Um, what about this one? Believe it or not, but I like a thick shoulder. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, there's some uh, recurring I'll do two, themes. I'll do two more. There's some recurring themes in the threads as well. You know, thick shorties—they come up once in a while. Yeah, but that's life as well. You know, <laughs> isn't it just, mate? Yeah. If I could just read two more and then we'll move on, mate. Please. These are hysterical. Please, thank you. Most of the time, a dove is just a rich pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you you go in between, like you go from like Sam Campbell-esque observations, mate, like. Just true creative genius. Thank you. Then back to black Twitter. <laughs> Not many people can straddle those worlds, mate. Yeah. What do you put that down to? Um, I don't know. Talent. Raw talent. <laughs> talent, talent, and more talent. Yeah, I would say it's probably talent at the end of the day. Probably a good healthy diet of thick shaldies. <laughs> I love a thick shaldy, brother. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> and last one. Yeah. 
Please stop sending foot pics to Pat's private email at yahoo.com. It's so annoying. Ah. <laughs> so at the end of the day, it's a free app, yeah? So you got to get... <laughs> so you, <laughs> you got to get something out of it. you gotta, you got to fire him off, mate. So, mate... I do so much um, uh, foot, foot appreciation gear as a stand-up now. I've told so many people that I want to suck their toes. Oh, and, my God. And it's what you did on that Melbourne showcase. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, dude, it just always gets such a big pop that now I'm trapped in that world. Dude, it's so funny. Imagine that you were into feet. I mean... And some guy on stage goes, I want to suck your toes. And the whole, the whole room is falling out of their chair laughing. And you're like, brother... What's wrong with that? Imagine, imagine the guys up there like, oh, I'd love to um, go see a movie with you sometime and everyone's just losing it. Like, what a loser. Yeah, yeah. Who would do that? It was so funny because that exact, I mean, fantastic, uh, bringing it right back to where we left off. But that gig, um, when I said that to the guy, the lady that he was with, I referred back also, to his- for context- Crookshank went on before you and had a face-melting set. You know, I mean, we, jo- we joke about it. Oh, yeah, I've got a standing ovation. He legitimately got two standing ovations. No. Yeah, by the two guys. Oh, yeah, two of the skaters stood up. But he, yeah. he got two, like, heavy applause breaks. Massive. In, like, a seven-minute set. Yeah, and he was just sitting... Dude, he was... It was so powerful to watch. It was crazy, man. He is... He's so unique and so good. But, um, yeah, so... <laughs> then... Then I say. So then you go on after Crookshank, yeah, and but, you just immediately start saying you want to suck this chick's toes. Well, because you're an artist. I'm an artist, yeah. And the thing is that the government doesn't understand that, you know. If I, if I, I, I that's just what I have to do. It's my gift to the world, you know. Besides my good looks and charm, but you know, I have a gift to give, and I try to give it as often as I can. But, <laughs> but um, the lady that was sat next to the guy, I've referred referred back to his feet at one point, and she goes. Under her breath, no one else heard it except for me. She goes, "Please move on." <laughs> hey, 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 woman in the front row, haven't you ever been to stand-up comedy before? <laughs> yeah, PC police. Yeah, this is what it is. He's talking about sucking your toes, like this, dude. You're a fucking, you're a psycho up there. I can't condone everything you do. Yeah, that's true. But you know, the wave was big, brother, and I just jumped on the surfboard. You just got to yeah, do it. It'd be, yeah, it'd be, cowabunga. It'd be more of a. Uh, It'd be more of a uh, something to talk about if it wasn't leveling. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. true. Man, it's just my life, brother. Between that and threads. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, your calendar must be stacked. But I jumped on threads immediately because I missed out on that TikTok heat. Yeah. Because you got on TikTok. Like you had some TikTok heat at one point. Yeah, I got a couple of vids, a couple of mil. You the know? thing with you is you're, you you do get traction on social media. You get tra- You get traction... In every walk of your life, mate. That's true. The problem... I'm like Velcro. Beautiful reference, Thank mate. Thank you. Consistency. Yeah. Right now, you're the king of threads. That's true. In two weeks, I reckon you'll never use threads again. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I come on, you go, how's, thre- how's threads going? I go, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you talking about, threads? I've never even fucking been on that ship. <laughs> I go, you go onto it, and I'm talking very white. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a nice change of pace, to be honest. <laughs> I'm just trying to find my audience, dude. You know, mate, I can appreciate that. But uh, you know, obviously, speaking we'll- of audiences, mate. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk. I wanted to, maybe we could go through this story, and we could get both sides because uh-huh. it, there was some friction earlier this year <laughs> when I did my encore show at your venue. Oh yeah. So I thought, and because w- I'll put my hand up, I was furious at the time. <laughs> So I thought maybe we could talk it out on has it, air. Has it been discussed before? Oh yeah, but that, it was one sided. I was just trashing you. Oh, oh really? Oh, massively, mate. I was like, this bloke is a piece of shit. Like, yeah, you piece. I'm of shit. so sick of him. Uh huh. He's not as tall as he thinks he is. I'm six foot seven. Someone measure him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of him talking like he's black. <laughs> All of the above. See, <laughs> so when I actually use my voice to do it, it's that's that's criminal. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm walking to work on the Friday and it's like, I want to say 24 degrees, not a cloud in the sky. Beautiful day. Yeah. Show sold out. Sold out. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Big session planned afterwards. Oh yeah. Everything is exactly where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. You call me and I'm about to walk into Hyde Park, which is the best part of my walk to work. It's a beautiful park. And I've got some tunes or something cranking. I go, I call him on the other side of Hyde Park. Mm-hmm. 
Just you, enjoy it for yourself. Enjoy it. Sure. You call me again. I do. I go immediately. Any sort of urgency from you is just the biggest red flag I've ever seen. If if you're showing urgency, it means someone is trapped under a building. Yeah, that red flag's four meters by two meters, brother. Big time. <laughs> Threads. <laughs> anyway, so then you text me saying, call me ASAP. And I go, couldn't even get through fucking Hyde Park. Something's gone wrong. <laughs> I call you up. You go, mate, how you going? I go, yeah. You go, right. So here's the deal. Uh-huh. The owner thinks the floor of the room will collapse if we do the show. So, we're going to split the, sh- the 7 p.m. show into a 7 and an 8.30. I'm going to call everyone up and ask them which show they'd prefer to come to. I just need your permission. Do you sign off on this? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you're like, look, mate. This is the plan. I just need a yes or a no. Um, you're like you're like so gun ho, and you're, and I'm like, what? You're like, well, either that or we could refund twenty people. And I'm like, are there any other options? In my mind at that time, there was there was not. But brother, it's not a hat that I like to wear. I don't like producing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I what do you mean you don't like producing? You run a comedy club. You asked to do the comedy show there. You begged me. Oh, here we go. <laughs> this is slander. I won't have this. You well, know, take take me through. So I said, you I, said I, something. I, along- I gave you some Hollywood biz, mate. Yeah. I said, call this bloke and fucking sort it out. Yeah, it was like Entourage. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, Entourage. It was very. You were, you were Turtle. I was Turtle. I was Vince. Oh no 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 no! I was the other guy that had the pizza shop. Oh, Eric. I was Eric. I was Eric. Yeah, I go E. Sort it out, man. I don't want to hear about this right now. That's my Vince. That was good. Was it? No. It wasn't. Acting isn't a strong suit for you, yeah? It really isn't. (laughs) Are you talking about the sketch? I mean, the rest of us got included. Okay. So, there's there's a big sketch series being produced in Sydney by a very funny comedian. Yeah, probably the biggest I've ever experienced. Yeah, right. Okay. I heard good things. Yeah. So, there was this sketch where like... I want to say every male comedian in Sydney is in it, except for me. And I was like, like Saturday afternoon. Dude, I swear to God, news of that unreleased Superwalk sketch got out. Everyone in town knows Darcy can't act. So I I text all the boys. I got gigs Saturday night. It's a beautiful afternoon. And I go, I put in the group chat, Oi, oi, lads, who's keen for like a 4 p.m. schoon? And it's fun. Which is, it's a, that's a brilliant time for a well, schoon. It's a beautiful time for a comedian to have a schoon because mm-hmm. we'll often come together mm-hmm. and then disperse. Yeah. And then we'll come together again later in the night and then disperse. Yeah, ships in the night. Ships in the night, brother. Yeah. And it turns out literally everyone is doing this sketch except for me. <laughs> like guys who've done like stand up once, like I swear an open micer who hasn't even done stand up yet, but he once watched. Yeah. He's in the sketch. Oh, they were, yeah, yeah. And he was good. <laughs> <laughs> So you're filming this sketch, mate. Mm-hmm. This is for Eric Hutton's sketch series, by the way. We yeah. should give it a plug. Um, it's called Dude Island, and it's it's coming out on the Auntie Dono um, YouTube channel. Yeah, so keep an eye out for that. Eric mm. Hutton is legitimately an absolute gun. Completely. When uh, is there a timeline on this bad boy? Or um, I don't know because keep yeah, an eye out. Yeah, yeah. I would say within the month. So you and Rowan were acting on this thing, mate. Yeah, now, I, I've had. I actually have had the privilege of acting with you in a scene before. That's true. So I know. Uh, Rowan was shaking when he got home. I assumed it was from the magic. I mean, that's what they're saying. We found out the next day he was actually pretty gravely ill. <laughs> Maybe exposure to too much magic. That, well, yeah, they had to shut down Malabar. You know, I really I laid it on thick and hard, bro. So give us an insight into what it was like on set, mate. It was uncomfortable. Yeah, Rowan said it was ice cold out there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's freezing cold. The whole premise is uh, called Dude Island. And it's a play on like a fuckboy island or a maths or something where they have a group of dudes and they think they're going to get introduced to some sexy ladies, et cetera, et cetera. However, in this absurdist kind of thing, do you like that word? Am I sound- I'm sounding pretty smart. There's just, the, the reveal is just there's more dudes and more dudes and more dudes. So there was legitimately 70 Sydney comedians there, all male, all shirtless. Man, I'm looking pretty good these days. <laughs> Fuck. I've been intermittent fasting for nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was but it was it was uh it was fucking hilarious. Eric Hutton is so funny and um 
I got the best rig in Sydney. That's why I came. That was the number one thing that I came away with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you have any lines in the sketch? I was dude number one on the call sheet. You ever seen one of those things, brother? Probably not. <laughs> I've read about them. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's Hollywood stuff, you know? So I was dude number one. Did I have lines? Ask me that question again. Did you have lines? Multiple, Billy. Multiple. <laughs> now, did you respect the script, mate? Because my experience with you in the past is that you you have a tough time staying on script. Yeah, you call it a script. I call it guidelines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're like Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> the crew, the cast, obviously, was just Sydney comedians. No one really knows what the fuck they're doing except for a couple of us. You know, me. Did obviously. you say a couple of us? <laughs> a couple of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's one thing to be a comedian, to be an actor. It's a very elite guild, you know. And I treasure that, of course, mate. <laughs> it's a privilege. But Look the- at me, mate. I, f- I clearly fumbled that privilege. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't get. Chosen. I tell you what, it's a small town. I mean, you don't smash a superwalk sketch out of the park four years ago. You are blackballed by the whole industry. <laughs> You're also talking about the superwalk sketch like you came in so prepared. <laughs> I knew my lines. <laughs> Went to sleep at 6am that morning. We were shooting at 8. Okay. Some The way I engage with art uh-huh. is that it becomes part of my life. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that sketch was shot on a Sunday morning. That's true. Comprende? Legends, this podcast is brought to you, as always, by our mates at Manscaped. If you haven't heard already... It is a smooth sack summer. When you're playing in the summer sun, make sure you're scaped from pubes to bum. That's right. This is the summer to keep your balls cool while still looking hot with Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming are making sure we all have a ball this summer by giving our pants partners everything they need to stay fresh. So dive headfirst into smooth sack summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code DARCY. That's D-A-R-C-Y, all capitals. Honestly, I've previously used products that are not manscaped to trim my pubes, and it is taking your life into your own hands. You're lucky to, you're lucky to live the t- to tell the tale, let alone to eventually find your way to a superior product, such as the Lawnmower 4.0, which I use bloody everywhere, on the road, in the shower. <clears throat> this thing, I'm getting bloody emotional just thinking about the ease of use. Okay, but yeah, this thing, the Lawnmower 4.0, I take it everywhere. And this thing comes as part of the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, which has everything you need to prepare that summer bod. They have built the ultimate grooming bundle for your summer grooming experience. It begins with the Lawnmower 4.0, which I cannot stop talking about. It features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. It has a 7,000 RPM motor a new multi-function on-off switch which can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. And can a shave be too precise? Because I would argue it can't. I don't know where you're from and what you believe you believe in, but that's how I feel about that. This thing's waterproof too, so beach, lake or shower, this razor will devour even the strongest pubes, dude. <laughs> And do you know what? That sounds aggressive, but at the same time, what are we here for? You, what, do you, what do you want? 30% pubes? No one wants that. Okay. So now that you've got the perfect haircut, use the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant to stay cool. Soothing aloe vera formula. This thing is the best in the business for the below-the-waist freshness we all look for. You even get two free gifts as part of the Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxes, and the Shed Travel Bag. So get the hell amongst it. You can get all of this for 20% off and free shipping with the code DARCY at manscaped.com. That's D-A-R-C-Y, all capitals, at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. It's smooth sack summer, boys, so get on board or get left behind. Anyway, mate, I just wanted to ask you about one more thing before we wrap this up. How much of this podcast will be releasable is... I no, think it's, it's been good. It's been really fun. Yeah, if you get rid of that uh, that that trans that other trans stuff I said, <laughs> <laughs> edit it in. <laughs> if this podcast comes out at about, I want to say forty five minutes in length, that means I've had to cut about thirty five minutes of trans stuff from Pat. Yeah, and I shouldn't have called you those names as well, and I do apologize about that stuff. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, mate, so I just wanted to quickly uh, just ask you about um, your recent trip to America. Oh, hang on one second. I'm just getting a text message. okay okay that was great dude i knew you were doing a bit but it's like anyway (laughs) yeah my trip to america guess who i saw okay well mate how was your trip to america because we went to a lot of the same places we did we did did you like la i love la but my thing with la is like if you weren't into stand-up comedy you would go there once and never return. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I love it because you can go and watch stand-up. Yeah. And just, this, it's like 29 degrees on the nose every day. Mm. Like, it's just great for me. Yeah. Have a couple of beers, blaze away, watch some stand-up, in and out burger, going to bed. Yeah. America, done. America does love its weed. The entire country smells like weed, except for Nashville, I felt like. Oh, down in the south, it doesn't smell like weed. No, no, no. No way, dude. They're going to, they're going to church, brother. Yeah. They've got praise to make. What did you think of LA, mate? Because you went to the comedy store. Went you... to the comedy store? Yep. Well, who did you see? I saw uh, Neil Brennan. I saw the Sklar Brothers. And then I saw two other comedians that I can't remember their names. Yep. Um, did you see anyone who um, you felt like you weren't better than? Uh, weren't better then. I mean, I was. I went straight up to the booker and I said, "I'm in town." He said, <laughs> "You're welcome." Yeah, yeah. I what go, was Neil Brennan's reaction when he saw you in the crowd? He, poor guy. I know. He, he afterwards he came up to me. He said, "Thank you for coming. I, you know, appreciate your time." Stuff like that. I slapped him in the face. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Seems unnecessary. <laughs> well, you know, it's a power move, isn't Did it? Did you see any other big shows? I went, well, in the cellar over in New York City. Oh, yeah. Didn't you yeah. sit front row? Uh, no, I took an illegal photo. Because you, you got to put your phone, the phones in the bag when you go to the shows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so, um, oh, brother, I saw uh, fucking the guy. Um, you opened for him in Sydney. Andrew Schultz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Not, saw Schultz. Yeah, I didn't see him perform. I saw him hanging out in the in the uh, at the table upstairs, and we just oh the famous table. Yeah, dude, went up there. Fucking, he remembered. He remembered you, which is cool. Otherwise, he was being very polite. I feel like this is a made up story. No, I swear to God, dude. Wait, that, so that, you, that's so, where I got the photo. So I went downstairs. We didn't dude, see a show that night. But the thing was, you were sending so many lies into our group chat at the time. That's right. Dude. I thought it was all lies. I'm always dude. Sneaky Pat like was that. messaging our group chat, being like. Yeah, just close the first half of the store. Um, <laughs> Louis like, CK's going yeah, on next. Louis CK is like a bit friendlier than you'd think. <laughs> <laughs> so then, and then like all this shit's coming through. And then in in that, he was like, yeah, I was just hanging out with Andrew Schultz. I put that in. So that actually happened. That actually happened. But that, that's the mate, good, that's the thing about lying. You've got to fill, you've got to throw a couple well, of mate, se- kernels is, of truth in there. This is the boy who cried wolf. That's By true. By the time you said you hung out with Andrew Schultz, you're already like six lies in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, so I you play, did hang out with Andrew Schultz. I play six lies and one truth and you got to guess, you know? Yeah. Your, your girlfriend must love that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't exist. That was a lie. See what I mean? That was wow. a long con. That was a Kansas City shuffle right there. You're looking left, I went right. Just tell the story. <laughs> so I go downstairs. I go to the toilet. There's only one toilet at the cellar and it's in the performance, just by the performance space. So when you're at the bar- How many to- rooms are there in the cellar? I've never been to New York. The cellar, the original cellar has one, and it's downstairs. That's the one where the first half of Ray Romano's special got shot. Yes. Yeah, and that's where the clips from online you'll see. That's is that the- like the main room? That is the main room. That's the original room. And how many does that hold? Like 100? 110. Yeah, right. But it's a massive rectangle, right? And then the stage is in the middle of the rectangle. Yeah. Not on either end. Yeah. So everybody's spread out. And honestly, you look in the room and you go, this should not work whatsoever. There are fucking chairs everywhere. There are pillars everywhere. But every seat is just the best seat in the house. It's it's amazing. So no one has an obstructed view. No one has an obstructed view. The staff are fucking phenomenal. You know, bringing drinks and shit like that. American service... Is they so love much better. service. Yeah, they love it, dude. Dude, I would honestly just rather go to the bar myself. Um, why? Just because, like, it's just such a fuck around. Sometimes you're waiting for the person to come back around when you want another beer in there, but they got like all their tables and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I see what you're talking and about. And now I'm tipping for this this made up job. The tipping was insane. Yeah, the tipping left me broke. Um, dude, you know. what about at freaking Starbucks and shit? Where like you just go one iced long black or one iced americano, mm. as the locals say. There's a bit of culture for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they say, yeah, no worries. And then they flip the iPad over and they go, um, 
and it's like, how much do you want to tip? $1, $2, $3. Yeah. Just for pushing iced Americano. It's fucking Supposed insane. to tip this guy two US dollars. What's that, 57 Australian? I flipped out one time at a cafe because the lady at the counter was so rude. Really? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Isn't their whole thing you can't be rude? Yeah, and this, but maybe this was in LA. You know, she probably doesn't want to be working at this cafe. In yeah, particular. probably a probably an up and coming actress. Yeah, yeah, sick yeah. of this bullshit. She didn't make the sketch either. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's, yeah, got, yeah. she's got some problems. She's like, you, you heard of this Eric Hutton motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she flipped it around, and I was like, I'm not paying. I'm not tipping this. We're getting two takeaway coffees. And she just looked at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But what the fuck's wrong with you, dude? Dude, in Australia. I go get a coffee. It's not my fucking job to pay the other half of this cunt's wages. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you know what I mean? This bloke's one of the great baristas. He's got a mortgage. It's none of my business. Mate, I keep my nose out of that kind I of keep, stuff. I keep, I, you stay on your side of the street. I'll stay on mine. Yeah, dude, you froth that milk. I'll walk away with the cup, brother. That's how this works, you know? 100%. Yeah. So you're back at the cellar. Back at the cellar. Saw Mateo Lane. Oh, I've never seen him. He's coming to Sydney soon, brother. He rips. Yeah, he no, rips I've so heard hard. Great things. Yeah, and um, you know he's a flamboyantly gay guy. Sounds very gay. And I was there with uh, my girlfriend and a bunch of her mates, and they just heard his voice, and these girls freaked out. They were just like, "Wow, a gay guy!" Like, and that's, <laughs> he's and like the gayest gay guy as well. It's insane. And he's jacked. He's jacked. Amazing mustache. Yeah, this is how everybody talks about him that I hear talk about him as Dude, well. Dude, what about Matteo Lane? How good's his head of hair? You want to know something, brother? Plugs. Plugs. Dude, they're the best plugs I've ever seen. Ever seen in my entire How life. How long has he had those? Is that a Turkish job or is he gone? Mate, I don't, if that's the future, bring on receding hairlines for all of us. <laughs> Mine's starting to go. And if I if the end result, I get to give someone four grand and look like Matteo Lane. It's thick. Oh my God. You can't, you can't tell a goddamn thing with that stuff, brother. What about this? Dan Soda. You're kidding. Plugs. You're kidding. Dude, dude I don't know. When, when they say hair plugs, I don't know what that means. Me neither. Like, I picture, like, shower plugs under, like, a wig. But I don't think that's what it is. I don't know what sort of fucking black magic from the future Mateo is on Mateo Lane's head. Mm. But my God. It works. <laughs> Dude. I mean, but how unlucky have you got to be to be, like, part Mexican, part Italian, part Irish, and then have a thinning hair line? Like, you would think the Italians and the Mexicans would sort of... It would, it would be quite a... I think the Irish is not that great for it. The though. Irish is no good. You're right, because that's you and me. Yeah, and but also I heard um, that it's you get your hairline from your mum's dad, that's like what your I grandpa heard. on your mum's side. But my pop on my mum's side, he died with a fucking fierce hairline. Are we going? Is it grey or is it white? It was kind of yeah, it was white. Dude, my my dream is to have my hair cut now, mm. but white when I'm older. Yeah, yeah, that's the dream. Was Dude. it Ron White? You know the comedian Ron White? Oh my god! Bro, if I go with a head of hair like that, oh my god, shut the gate on Ron White's hair. <laughs> Dude, he looks like he could walk into a fucking Lord of the Rings film and no one would say anything. Literally, did that's the Prisoner of Azkaban or whatever. I know that's Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> that's Harry Potter. So you're at the Comedy Cellar. At the Comedy Cellar. You've recovered from seeing Matteo Lane's fucking unbelievable lid. Barely. Dude, Matteo Lane could sit on the desk on NRL Super Saturday. Without next, a doubt. Next to Mick Ennis and Braith. 100%. That's how good that thing is. And Braith would, I mean, would be intimidated. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one intimidates Braith. With that hairline, brother. I don't know. Dude, you tell me. His hairline. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so I'm at the cellar. I'm at the store. Can I say something controversial? Well, are you at the cellar or the store? I, I, I went to both. And okay. now I've got, to, I've, and then I've got, to, and then I've got a controversial comment to make. Uh, okay, East Coast comedians were funnier. Oh, I don't think that's that controversial. You don't think so? I mean, I'm a West Coast guy by trade. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I've never been to New York to see the comedy there. Oh, right, of course. But, People do say that about you. You are West Coast by trade. Yeah, but also, um, I've actually never been to the East Coast of America. Full stop. The furthest I've been is Nashville. But that's a city. But I'll say I'll say this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think New York and LA, like it's just sort of like I got great. I have, I have favorites on both sides. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but then again, I would have to go back and do some more research, go to some more shows. But just from those two shows that I saw, oh fuck, what am I talking about, brother? I saw um, who's that guy who used to be on radio, Jimmy, uh, um, bold guy, Jim G- Jim Norton, Jim Norton. Yeah. I saw his hour, his work uh, working progress hour. Oh wow! And it is at the freaking fat black pussy cat or whatever. That's right. That's the other comedy lounge. Uh, yeah. that's the other comics lounge thing. They've got yeah. that, and that has two rooms in it. So, so was he just fucking around up there with notes and stuff? 
So he had a, his opener. Um, she was fantastic. And uh, I can't remember her name. Jewish lady, aggressive. You know, fan- I love to see that kind of stuff. And then um, he went on with some notes, but he didn't look like he referenced them at all. Consummate professional, that guy, brother. Straight up there. Dude, he's um, set on... Oh, whatever those Netflix series are called, like the Despicables or something. Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The half hour ones or ten. The half minutes? hour ones. It's called like the Bad Guys or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. It's you know. It's so dumb. It's called like the Despicables. Yeah. I don't know what it's called, but Nikki Glazer has a half hour on there that's really good as well, and Jim Norton's half hour is fucking. It's face melting stuff. Really? Yeah. It's amazing just how current and shit he was. He was up there. Some, when I was in New York, somebody got um, jujitsu to death. Like on the train. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah. That Mark happened. Norman was talking about that. Yeah, it happened that day and he opened with like 50, like 10 minutes on it. I think that's very New York. They're all like so just current. Re- so current. Sam Morell's just in an autistic haze reading newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, imagine TikToks, being- TikToks, TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that their podcast is so good when it's two of the, the most unlikable kind of guys. What, Sam Morell and Mark Norman? Yeah. They're not unlikable. Well, I mean, I mean, obviously they're not. They're very successful. But it just seems They're just like, very jokey. Yeah. They feel like really comic-y. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And And uh, I just... It's funny that non-comics get around them so hard, which is great. Good on them. You know what I mean? But like, I mean, I'm a big fan of both guys. I, yeah, I challenge both of them to a fight, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, that- dude, Jim Norton on that half hour on Netflix, he had this joke where he goes... It was around when the Ted Bundy stuff like was coming out, like the doco and the film. Oh, yeah. And you know how everyone's like, he's so hot and like, he's so smart. And Jim Norton's like, everyone said he was a genius because he represented himself. He was executed. <laughs> how good's that? How good is that? The great Jim Norton. Yeah, dude, that was fucking, he's so funny, man. Yeah. Really, really good. He's a wild boy, Jim Norton as well. Yeah. Sexually. Yeah. He- <laughs> <laughs> he gets up to some mischief you know oh, what I mean time. he's a freak in the sheets he's a definition of it dude a lot of those New York guys are the reason now like sometimes you go on someone's podcast and they're like uh, would you ever let a girl peg you and it's like uh, I'm not talking about this on this podcast <laughs> it's like some guys are so gross on pods. Like, I feel like it should be at least a little bit funny. Yeah, yeah. There has to be a bit of decorum. Like, would you ever, like, uh, finger someone in their ass? And it's like, it, it, can't we just talk about literally anything else? It, it, it is funny when you ask to go on people's podcasts and stuff like that. And obviously, I know you and we're friends, but sometimes you go to, to people that you don't know, you know, on occasion. And I've, I remember being on a podcast one time and the dudes are just talking like that. And I'm like, I don't know you guys at all. Yeah. This is crazy. <laughs> obviously, I'm like an affable guy and I play along with it. But in yeah. my brain, I'm thinking in my black voice, I'm thinking like, hey, there ain't no thick shotties around here. You know? yeah. I got to get out of here. Dude, podca- podcasts, I think the start of podcasts. I think it's probably cooled off a lot now mm. that like famous people have podcasts, like celebs. Oh, yeah. Like now celebs just are bringing out podcasts and they just go straight to number one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I don't believe. What do you mean? I think, you know, um, have you ever heard of Billboard? You know where the music, Billboard music yeah. charts? It, they famously buy like uh, Ed, Adriana Grande's number ones. You know <laughs> Adriana I mean? Grande. What's her name? Ariana. Ariana, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. they like, I love it. they G it up. They, yeah, they just pay like $30,000 to get robo-voting or something like, I don't know exactly the ins and outs of how it works, but so I don't believe that these these um, famous actors or famous celebrities podcasts are actually number one. I think it's a marketing scheme. I mean, I'm not sure. Because they, it's working. Not, if it is a marketing scheme. Yeah, that's true. But then didn't they drop Me- Meghan Markle like three episodes into her podcast? No, she did a full season, but I mean, apparently they were just a nightmare to work with. And also her podcast, I listened to a bit of it. The problem is like with her, she did this speech um, in England uh, and it's just like too like robotic. She was like, it is so good to be here in England with all of you. And then she like smiles. You can almost like feel it says on her piece of paper in brackets, smile. Yeah, it's like a script. It's just too much like... Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I feel like before celebs got involved, podcasts was just like guys being like, just saying the grossest shit available because they're like, you could never say this on the radio. It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, just because yeah. you can't say it somewhere else doesn't I mean, doesn't mean it has it. inherent value. 
Yeah, that's true. Dude, if we're talking about disgusting stuff and it's hilarious, I'm in. But like sometimes guys are just, just being so wild and you're just like, what even is this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are so many podcasts like that still, I think. Or, almost all of them. Yes, yeah, <laughs> without a doubt. And um, so, but truthfully, would you let a chick peg you? <laughs> Dude, I got a I got a new joke about that actually, where I'm like talking about being single as per, and uh, dude, I got a new joke where I'm like, a mate of mine said it's not who you're looking for, it's what you're looking for, and I'm like, how will I know if a chick will peg me before I've even met her? <laughs> Riddle me that, Jordan. <laughs> so, mate, if you if you're looking for pegging banter, yeah, dude, I mean, Billy Darcy's on tour in 2024. Nah, dude, that's too scary territory for me, brother. I can't, you know. You know, that's not that's not where I'm at. That's that's not a button I want pressed. Dude, I feel like pegging is in vogue right now. Absolutely. This chick I was dating a few a few weeks ago, she was like, Yeah, like most inner west guys like want to be pegged. You're kidding me. And I was like, I don't think that's true at all. I think one of your friends pegged a guy one time and she was like, Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> but if there was a region of Sydney that was pro pegging, it's definitely the inner west. I mean if it's if there's gonna be a pro pegging wave, that's where it's gonna come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The revolution starts there. The Big revolution time. starts on King Street. Just a bunch of dudes on all fours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're going to have to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Edit it in. Edit it in. <laughs> Edit it back in. How long have we done? Dude, this podcast is good. Look at this. I, mate, I feel like it's been fun. This has been a great podcast. We've got a show to go and do. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts, mate? Um, can I plug something? Yeah. Beachside Comedy, every Thursday and Friday from august you want to come uh to the first show in oh, august. in sydney obviously in sydney yeah in bondi beach check it out on instagram there's a special dropping guest american comedian uh on the first thursday of august it's big name can't reveal who it is but worth the ticket price alone <laughs> and then you're obviously seeing me so i mean come on beautiful stuff mate. that's my only plug you want to plug anything brother while we're here nope sure actually uh do I need to plug anything? I don't know when I'm when this. No. Get on threads. Get on threads, boys. 